Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Second of 2021. We didn't do this yesterday, and I realized it on my ride in today, Christine. Summer has officially begun. Oh, yeah. Well, duh, we got to do a summer song. Ham Burger. So why not do one of the best of all times? Good uh, friend of the show. We're, we're best friends. Kid Rock. Where's the keyboard part? Ah. What keyboard I hate part? it when they edit out the end of a song. Sorry. When it goes... Oh. It's the radio edit. I was scatting in the studio the whole time. Christine was extremely annoyed just then I could tell. Like, flip tap, dip it, bing, bucket it up, boom, I just put my headphones back on. I know. I didn't know that's all I had to do to tune you out. It was wonderful. Okay, so look, here's the deal. Come in today. Now, maybe some of you love a curveball here and there. But I am what they call a creature of habit. Uh-huh. And uh, God rest her soul, rest in peace, R.I.P., word to your mother. Connie was the same way. Connie of Connie and Fish. Pour one out for her. How funny would it be if I did that? Yeah, it would right. be funny. Around all this equipment. A of Penny. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking, wasn't thinking booze there, party pants. Well, that's but what pour one out doesn't is. have to be Henny, though. It could just be a beer. I mean, it's not the same, but sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's got to be the Henny. You're such a gin, aren't you? <laughs> I'm I'm such a what? Isn't Henny gin? No, Hennessy. Oh, Hennessy. Yeah. I thought that was a what's that gin that you like? I was Tangeray, not that one, the other Bombay. one. Bombay. Yeah, the one that I gave or you Hendrix. some of. Like there was Hendrix like, is the one you gave me. Hendrix, there was a That's like a I had like a quarter of a bottle of Hendrix, and she was all excited when she came over, Christine. So I was mm-hmm. like, just take it home. Mm-hmm. And I finished it. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> On the way home in the Uber. <laughs> uh, so look, uh, anyway, we we come into the studio today. And uh, our coworker, who shall remain nameless based on punishment, uh, actually took one of the cordless mice or mousies. What would be the appropriate term, Steve? Mice. Okay, mouse. mice. Mice. Mouse. Are you Steve? It just doesn't seem right to call. I don't know. I mean, that's the plural. Yeah. Meese. Yeah, say meese. The meese. <laughs> took one of our cordless mice, mouse, whatever. Yeah. Home with him, we're assuming by mistake, because we've now scoured his office, the entire building. Mm-hmm. Had to call him, and of course, he's, you know, not answering. And then uh, had to call Mike, the engineer, who's the bomb diggity. And I figured out a workaround, and Mike was like, well done, fish. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not touching anything electronic until you say it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Tell and me if, what color. Yeah. Uh, Christine heard. I'm like, is it? Are you sure it's this one? I can plug this in. I don't want to shut down the station. And he's like, dude, you're fine. Go ahead. I trust you. Boom. And we're good to go. But it's funny because you get used to certain things and mm-hmm. the cord doesn't reach to where the mouse usually is. Ah. So now I feel like I'm uh, like, you know, when you go see those bands and those, uh, Artists that are amazing and they play like two keyboards at once. <laughs> that is kind of funny. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm spread out over here. And Christine looks at me and she's like, hey, uh, by the way, how, did you end up working out there yesterday? 
And I was like, yeah, I did. And uh, she's like, well, good for you. And I was showing her how my pecs can bounce. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, when I was he doing was that. bouncing yeah. his pecs to the just beat. just grabbing his boobies and shaking yeah. them. Well, yeah, I can't bounce them without, <laughs> like, I have to touch them. You know how guys can do that sometimes? And women can do it, too. Like, boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I can do that. But I have to use my hands. Yeah, you have to use your hands. Yeah, so it's kind of cheating. I've always wanted to be able to do that. That's always yeah. been on my list, you know? Mm-hmm. Where I like, if I could do that, I would drive you nuts. I knew a girl who could do that. I did, too. I don't know how. It's muscle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your well, pectoral muscle. Nope. You, st- you did hot <laughs> yoga yesterday. Yeah. I didn't see anything move just then. <laughs> you got to start even it. My, even my pectoral's lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Christine, what you got to do if you want to do it for real, arch your back. Go ahead, sit up. Just sit up straight, which someday you're going to get a hump if you don't. Mm-hmm. Sit up straight. Now, to start it, to get it to go, you got to kind of just bounce a little bit on no, your own without it. I think I'm good. It. That's, that's how you do it, though. Nope. That's how they do it. They <laughs> bounce it on their own. That's definitely not how, it, how it's done. Trust me, I wouldn't lie. <laughs> nope. You're yeah. the last person I trust. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Why, what do you mean? It's okay. Just know you're fine. Uh, Come on now, Christine. All I you should do is put that music and start giggle talking giggle man voice. Yeah. I'm like, nope, Come I on, extra Christine. don't trust you. I'm going to teach you how to do this, Pecky Bounce. Oh, you having trouble? I'll start the motor for you. Motorboating son of a gun. No, thanks. What is that? What's that from? Is that from uh, old school or something like that, Vince Vaughn? I, I think so, yeah. It, yeah, it's like one of Alicia's favorite lines of all time. It does sound like something Vince Vaughn would say. It is. Uh-huh. It is. It's like, you motorboating son of a bee, blah, blah, blah. We're having fun in here in the studio. Steve's in his isolation chamber. Hi, Steve. Hi. Having a hard time today because uh, yesterday he was here and Izzy was under the weather, remember? A little baby Izzy, youngest kid, right? Mm-hmm. Then, uh, well, Charlotte, like five now? Charlotte is three and a half. Yeah, something like that. Than yeah. That, yeah. So Charlotte's like three and a half years old. And now she's sick. Too. Yes, she oh, is. Oh no! Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sorry. That's not fun. It's okay. Hopefully, so, you guys don't get sick. Oh God, you don't understand, Christine. You probably will. That's the you daycare don't crud. Oh, it's daycare crud. They gotta build up their immunity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This so True. this first year of uh, Charlotte's life, Steve Wood. We were telling someone that uh, Wendy, I think Webby Wendy, the story yesterday. Yep. About how you basically, uh, Charlotte would get sick, then about three or four days later, I would get sick, and then about three or four days later, Fish would get sick. So about a Honest week after Charlotte got sick, <laughs> Fish 100% got Every sick. time. That Every is time. hilarious. I changed. I take so many vitamins. Now, I can swallow 10 pills without even wa- having water. I'm mm-hmm. so used to it because it's been since Charlotte was like a year. When did she start going to daycare? At three months. So since Charlotte was about a year old, I talked to like... <laughs> A vitamin person and they were like okay so i take d a multi an immune booster e i take c i take uh zinc if i start to get sick i take all these vitamins now every day because of that kid well we'll see now in three weeks how you're feeling oh my god i'm gonna be so mad <laughs> well we no longer do the morning makeout. Uh, yeah that's so. which is uh which, which is a shame it's just not that we just don't i mean i would hope COVID stopped that we're not really <laughs> comfortable with you yet christine that was yeah. kind of a Connie thing because yeah, Connie no, no, never no. got sick. No, ironically, she didn't. but Connie never got sick at all. No, and she used the most tongue too. Yeah, <laughs> she did. <laughs> it's really awkward, but awesome. Want to have a conversation about basketball a little bit right now? So the Milwaukee Bucks, fear the deer, have game one against the Hawks. I believe it's tomorrow night at around 
eight thirty, seven thirty, something like that. And, and they're a very good team. The NBA, very fun to watch. Now, Steve, I know you're more of a college, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, well, check this out. The Harlem Globetrotters have sent a letter to the NBA to make them an NBA franchise. I, I that would be awesome. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see if it happens. And the letter. I was reading it today, Mm -hmm. very lengthy. It does have a link so you can join the team, of course. But uh, I was reading it today, and it says, Dear NBA, this is real. It's been a while since our last formal meeting, 72 years to be exact. It's my lucky number. But we still remember that day in 1949 when we faced off against your world champion Lakers, and for the second year in a row, we were victorious. Ooh, I should give him the special music. Hold on. Okay. It goes on to say they talk about how they brought street game to basketball Mm -hmm. and they did more for black players than anybody, right? People say it was the game in 1949 that sparked the integration of the NBA. You know, I mean, that was a big deal, Jackie Robinson. They talk about that. And then they go on to say to the NBA, based on what we've already proven, we can field a team of talent on par with the pros of today. We want the chance to do it. As a world-renowned and legendary professional basketball team, we petitioned the commissioner, the NBA governors, governor, and the powers that be to grant the original Harlem Globetrotters an NBA franchise. Not now, but right now. <laughs> right now? <laughs> since, this very moment? Yeah, sincerely, the Harlem Globetrotters. It's fascinating. I think it's an interesting idea. I mean, they make very good points in this, what would be printed probably two to three page letter. Like, the NBA plays in 17 countries. Have played in 17 countries. The Harlem Globetrotters have played in 122. They're very entertaining. Oh, yeah, they're amazing. They brought basketball to the world stage. They deserve an NBA franchise. So you think, sure, why not? Yeah, exactly. Why not? Steve? Uh... Think it's weird? Do you think it's campy? Do you think they're looking for attention? Well, I mean, yeah. They're not gonna get. They're not gonna be part of the NBA. Well, I, you say that, but like you say that so confidently. But why? Well, for one reason is they need to uh, introduce a couple other teams. Or I think three other teams to even it out. And also, they need a city. Harlem. Harlem. Yeah, but would they like be able to do Harlem? Harlem Globetrotters. I guess that would be funny if it was the. Boston Globetrotters, which would be the Celtics, I know. I know. Yeah, the, no, that the Nashville work. Harlem yeah. Globetrotters. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Ypsilanti Globetrotters there we go. from the uh, Upper <laughs> Peninsula. There you go. Yeah. I mean, like, that would be kind of tough. I don't know. I think it would be cool. I don't I don't know if it's, I don't think it'll happen, but it, I hope they it deserve happens. it. I think so. Well, I mean, not even just they deserve it. I mean, why not? Yeah. Why not? I mean, maybe, maybe because of COVID, they, I think they lost. Millions last year, so did the NBA and everybody else, right? But they lost millions last year because their bread and butter is going to arenas and oh, playing yeah. games. Yep. So they they've lo- they literally have no bread or butter. They have they don't even can't even make toast. <laughs> That's <laughs> why they're going to the NBA commissioner now. Well, I mean, it gives them attention. It gets people to want them out there, and mm-hmm. I think it's a great a great point. I think the the point that wasn't great is that I didn't even process the fact that they would be in Harlem. Yes, and they're I called know, right? Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> Actually embarrassing. It's okay, fish. I, I tried to crop dust by that, but it didn't really work. They should so. make the generals a team too. Then isn't that the team that they beat every time? Yeah, where would they be from? Uh, I think they're from Washington. I think the Washington oh, they are. generals. Darn it, they are the Washington. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Steve. I know sports. <laughs> sports was Steve.
Text question of the day is coming up. Good morning. It's 628. It's Mix 95.7. Okay. Today's text question of the day. It's kind of a flashback. Not like flashback Fridays that we do, but it's a flashback to uh, your first car. And uh, I saw this article that people, or it was a Reddit thread of just people complaining about their cars, their first cars. And the question is, how bad was your first car? So before we go to... Before we go to Steve, I'm going to jump in. I'm curious. I have a theory about Christine, so let's wrap with her, okay? okay. You my, always have a theory about me. Oh, yeah. My, my <laughs> first car was $800. I worked at Mahoney's IGA in Langsburg. Mm-hmm. Good old Langsburg, Michigan right there. I worked at Mahoney's IGA in Langsburg, Michigan. When I was 15 years old, I saved up money. I bought my first car. It was a Pontiac T1000. I was driving to visit some of my friends in Okemos. And I went around the corner on Woodbury Road. The axle snapped. It rolled over three times. Wow. It had been six weeks since I had this thing. I had a killer stereo in it. It was so fun. Always been an audio nerd. And I broke my clavicle. I had to wear a big brace. Uh-oh. And we sold it. And the dude that bought it popped out the roof. And he would drive by my high school all the time. Like, because it was on the main mm-hmm. street. And I would see for five more years that I was in a, a sophomore. No. For the next couple years, I was in Langsburg. Yeah. I would see it driving by when I was in government class. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, and it would drive me funny. insane because it was a reminder of my, yeah. my stupidity. So that's a Pontiac T-1000. Steve? Mine was a Ford Escort. I forget the year. It was early 90s year. Um, it was a hand-me-down from my dad. Uh, I just kind of used it randomly in high school. I didn't actually have a car in high school, but then they actually gave it to me my second year at Michigan State because you weren't allowed to have a car the first year. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so I drive it all up. I'm all proud because I'm one of the few people in the dorms that has a car up there. And then instantly the car gets the nickname the Lipstick Racer because it, it, it was maroon in color, but anytime it oh, got no. the, the lightest bit dirt on it, like just a little bit of dirt and yeah. dust, it changed the maroon color to like a pink-ish color. Oh, so everyone Steve. called it the Lipstick Racer. <laughs> that is amazing. A lipstick racer. That's the lipstick a, racer. That's such a random nickname, but, right? But it held out, right? Despite yeah. despite the dust and the dirt. And it, <laughs> yeah. was, it wasn't a Mary Kay car then. It was just happened to look the like Mary one after Kay a while. Car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Christine, who uh, whose answer I think is going to be not even. She's not even going to be able to answer today, but we'll mm-hmm. find out. How bad was your first car? Okay, Steve. Before she guesses, or before she guesses, before she tells us the answer. What do you think her answer is going to be? I think her answer is going to be a very nice brand new car. Yeah, I no. think it's going to be, okay, I guess it's not going to be that, so I, I don't have to guess that. You, you want to be a game show host, and you're giving away answers right then. <laughs> I think it's going to be, what's your dad do for a living again? He's an engineer. Okay. I think daddy got her a practical car or gave her a car, right? And I think it's going to be super nice. Like, it's not going to be, like, super, super nice, but for a 16-year-old, it's going to be super nice. What was it? Uh, it was, like, a 98 or 99 Honda Accord. It was not that nice. What year was it? I just said 98 or 99. No, what year did you get your license? Oh, uh, man, what was it, like, 2003, I okay. want to say? So it was a 99 Honda Accord, which is actually a very four. nice car, but that's um, cool. It was all right. I mean, there was nothing wrong with the car. It's just not what I wanted. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, but I mean, like, was it like there was no problems? No, it was there solid. was no problems. It was it well put together. Fine. Yeah. And it was a night. You had a 99 Honda Accord. I think it was I, something like that. I had a Pontiac T1000. That car was like, you don't even know what a, you know what a Chevette is. Do you mm, remember those? I mm-hmm. think so. And that car was like the bad version of a Chevette. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the worst of worse. You know, a 99 Honda Accord. It wasn't that great. It was like two years old. Yeah, but the difference is I was spoiled. You weren't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, that's a solid point. That's what I am. Yeah. You know, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles are hanging out, and mm-hmm. uh, the paparazzi cornered her the other day and said something that I personally, if I were her, I'd be offended. Does Harry have an Oscar in his future as an actor? He's really good, too. What do you think? No, I'm not going to talk. Come on. No, it's not going to happen. You mean he's not going to get an Oscar or you're not going to talk? I'm not going to (laughs) talk. So they try and get Olivia Wilde to say, you know, do you think Harry's going to get an Oscar in his future because they did that movie together, right? What what I found uh, insulting about what they said was at the very beginning, take a listen again. Does Harry have an Oscar in his future as an actor? He's really good, too. You're really good, too. But does Harry have an Did Oscar he say coming? You're really good, or he's really good. No, you're really good too. Wow. He said you're really good too. Does Harry that have an Oscar like a... in his future? You're really good too. Like this is what she does, right? He doesn't do that. No, that's totally like a backhanded yeah. compliment. It's the only the biggest award of all the awards. Yeah. In your profession, you want one of those from when you are a child. If you want to go gamble and go to Hollywood, and they oh, oh yeah. Yeah, but nice try. It was cute. They're, they always try and get them riled up. Always. You know what I'm saying? Paparazzi. Christine's trying to get me riled up here in the studio because Why? she's getting her a little hippie on, Steve. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> so you're in your special room, and then Hippie Dippy's over here in the studio reading about uh, Prime Day, because today's the second day of Prime Day. It is. And uh, your sign and what you should buy, and apparently your sign, Christine. Aquarius. Got you... Right on the money. It did. So it gives you two options for each of your zodiac sign, and it's based on your personality. So for me, it said a soda stream for cutting down your plastic consumption, which makes sense. I mean, I I recycle. But this is the one that got me because even my parents have been telling me I should get something like this. It's called a Furbo dog camera for keeping an eye on your best friend, except obviously (laughs) I get it for my cat. And my parents have been telling me you should just get like a nest since all See? you do is talk about her and you want to talk to her and you wonder what she's doing. It's because your stuff is listening to you and your stuff is adjusting based on that article somehow. <laughs> and there's right? some, Cause she's in here going, it just nailed me. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can you please, if you don't mind. Yeah. Steve and I are both the same sign. You're both Libras, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, we're both stop. Nah. Yeah, no, I'm yield. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're both Libras, yes. Uh, so, it, again, two options. The Ninja Foodie, so you can show off at your next Wait, potluck. this is what we should buy on Prime Days? Yeah, yeah. Huh. The Ninja Foodie, which is perfect for Steve. Yeah, He's what a is cook. It? Ninja Foodie, so you can show off at your next potluck. No kidding. It's like a Ninja Food slow cooker yeah. air fryer oh, okay. type of thing. Yeah. Uh, it looks really cool, actually. And what's the other thing? Uh, the other thing is this. <laughs> this one is so you fish. We should get these on Prime Days, apparently. Security camera bundle with Echo Show. Echo Echo Show for keeping an eye on the neighborhood. So it's like <laughs> a bundle, so you can see what's happening in your neighborhood. Norm would love that. Oh, Norm, the neighbor would love that. You know what's really weird <laughs> what? about what you? What's it called? A what show? An Echo Show. What show? <laughs> I uh, see what you're doing there. Echo, echo. Uh, What's weird? Steve, did that nail you at all? I mean, I, I, if 
it doubles as a pressure cooker too, right? Yeah. It looks like it, yeah. Everyone keeps telling me to get a pressure cooker because I love slow cooking. So stuff. this yep. is interesting, dude. I literally, on Prime Days, I couldn't find anything that I liked. And I looked at that Ninja thing and I thought about buying one for Alicia. Seriously? Yesterday on my phone. Three days, This uh, that is a little weird. This is some weird <laughs> website. Christine's looking at your sign and what you should buy on Prime Days. Uh, over the weekend, Saturday, I hung out with Dan, as in Connie's Dan of Connie Fish, who we lost earlier to cancer this year. And we were talking about the security system Connie bought years ago when Dan was on vacation. It's called an Arlo. It's one of the two security systems they have. Yeah. And I said, oh, I want a new, I want a security system for our house. I'm not even joking. <laughs> That's wild. Oh, so that you actually did so peg me on that. Crazy. All right. Well, it, it there you go. It. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, right on the money, honey. So my hippie stuff works. Yeah. Do, do, <laughs> Steve, do you want a security system so you can keep watching your family? Oh God, we'd never have your attention. I know, right? <laughs> Let's leave Just that get alone. The pressure cooker. So, Christine, mm-hmm. every day we learn some things. You have essentially three big jobs here now. And now it's coming up with a way. Where does knowledge come from? That's that's job number three. And it took us, we had to negotiate that into her deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it took myself, Steve, and the rest of the management in the building a week to get her to think <laughs> of an idea. <laughs> so I might be exaggerating. Okay, so Christine, where is knowledge coming from? Uh, I figured, since I know you worked out yesterday, I did hot yoga yesterday. Yeah. Lots of sweating going on. So knowledge is coming from sweat. <laughs> Just any sweat? Is it from someone else's sweat? I don't care. Is you it? do it how, how you will. Well, no, it's from you. This is your big decision. Where is it coming from? Then, like, sub- my own sweat? Like, sweat off your own body? Yeah. Okay. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What, what did, did you learn? learn? Ah, knowledge. <sighs> knowledge is like the result of a really good workout. You go to the gym. Or a yoga place where you sit and stretch and lift and bump. (laughs) And all of a sudden, it happens to your body. The juices flow out of your skin. You are sweating. As you are perspirating, per se, let's say you are running on the the treadmill of knowledge. You are running and running and you're sweating. The sweat flies off your body because of your rampant hand motions and arm movement into the air as you look upwards and you are panting from exhaustion your mouth opens gulping in a big salty bucket of your own sweat (laughs) dang a bucket (laughs) going down your throat doing a 180 degree turn past your eye socket thus providing you with knowledge. All right. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Could have just used Steve. That's why I was going to go with Steve. If it was somebody else, it would be like, Steve, yeah. hyperhidrosis, done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here's a couple nugs for you. The Great Gatsby was not a successful novel when it came out. Just so you know, F. Scott Fitzgerald only earned $2,000 from the book. Only five U.S. presidents have had beards, and they all five were Republican. Lincoln, Grant, Rutherford B. Hayes, James Garfield, and Benjamin Harrison. Huh. You're 104 times more likely to choke to death than to die from being struck by lightning. Hello. Scary. If you're planning to tip your mailman or male woman around Christmas time, United States Postal Service workers are allowed to accept gifts as long as they cost $20 or less. Yep. 
There's no official policy for the UPS, but they're discouraged from accepting anything, to be honest. FedEx employees, though, can accept gifts valued at 75 or less, but they cannot accept cash. And finally, lobsters. Did you know that lobsters are cannibals? What? When no. they're hungry and they're looking for food, they'll happily eat another lobster. Ew. Mm, twice yeah. the lobstery goodness when you cook them. Do you need <laughs> butter, right? You, you think they just dip, up, dip each other in butter? That's right. Yeah. They just, I cooked my friend Steve yesterday. He was delightful. It's like feeding cows hamburgers just to make a hamburger out of the cow. Right? <laughs> That's weird. Or like when you, grow, when you uh, grow a chicken with chicken. When you grow a chicken, with, well, yes, I mean, when you, you plant a chicken breast in the yes. ground. <laughs> you know what? You know what I meant. Uh, Steve, do you ever really just randomly look at your Facebook? Just, you know, scroll down. Like, I have it in the studio. Ours is all Connie and Fish, by the way. And Mix957's Facebook is linked from Mix957GR.com. Anyway, Steve, do you ever randomly look at your own Facebook? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. So I was scrolling through Facebook here just a second ago. Mm-hmm. Did you, Steve, see... Yesterday's post on her personal Facebook from Christine. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, I did not. So yesterday was not a national selfie day. Which Christine, we forgot to do, guys. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, I wondered. You were supposed I, I said, we need to take a selfie. I know. And I, we all forgot. It's not just up to me. <laughs> well, you are. the. the but clearly, you did take one yesterday. <laughs> you know when you could tell somebody needs uh, balloon animals in their life? Yes. Yeah. Are you looking at it right now? Her, her Facebook? Yeah, I don't I just look did. like I need okay. balloon animals. Okay. So here's what Christine posted. A very cute photo of her before, right after she took, did hot yoga. Very cute photo. National selfie day, done. And then I'm, I'm off to take a shower because I was all hot and sweaty. And then it gets weird. Why is it weird? She posts a photo of her in just a t-shirt in her sleepwear. And I was wearing shorts underneath, but you can't see the shorts because the t-shirt's too long. Intentionally. Sure. There's nope, no way that was intentional. That's literally how I go to bed every night. I know, a big but t-shirt. Th- I'm just and saying <laughs> that's or naughty. Or just underwear. You're looking for attention on that. That's nope, that's a naughty. It's not naughty. Yep. It, it would be naughty 100. if uh, maybe I was turned around and you saw butt cheeks. Nope, that's naughty. It, no, it's not. You don't understand men then. If that's you not naughty. that's you do not understand men if you don't think that's naughty. I don't think it is. That's that, Steve? I think- Naughty girl. <laughs> like, honestly, all joking aside, am I right? Like, as a guy, you look at that, you go, because I looked at it, I was like, I'm good, Christine, damn. You got some hungry eyes there, too. Yeah, she does. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Like, that is very Kardashian of her. No, Kardashian would be showing well, yeah, but boobs, a, but butt, you're, you're a little bit more appropriate. basically naked. <laughs> you're a little more appropriate than a Kardashian, obviously, but I'm just saying, that's very... Like, that's pretty not, like, I think you, you need some uh, smooches. Nope. That's uh, just that's just me. That's how I go to it? bed every night. I know, but, like, I don't post how I go to bed every night well, on Facebook. Like I, it, I don't know what to tell you, Fish. That's just, I'm I just guess saying, that's just you and your man brain. <laughs> I, I think, okay, so I think we should take that photo. Okay, go for it. And we should, t- we should send it out via the app to everybody and have them vote. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm actually serious. If, if, unless... Christine, honest to God, you're like, yeah, I'm not really comfortable with that. So think about it. Gonna, I thought you were going to put say on our uh, Facebook page. Nope. We're going to send it out via the app. Just boom. And we will let listeners, members of the Click of Six but you vote can't on just, it. But you can't just send out one picture. You nope. have to send out both. Nope. So you get the... Nope. That the, is... The, a, nope. No. Because the first the photo no. is safe. We're going to explain what then it no. is. You because pu- the two go together. So no, no you can't don't. send it out. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. <laughs> 
that is a photo of that is a she posts two photos on her social media one is after hot yoga before the shower and then she's ready for bed posting the photo that the, the first photo i told you was totally cool so the second one's not cool because i'm not wearing it's naughty. pants it's <laughs> naughty if you and i were dating and i saw that i would be like am i i wouldn't be mad uh-huh because i have no right to be mad it's your account yeah but if you and i were dating and i saw that i'd be like okay what's going on Something's seriously wrong. oh yeah so oh, yeah. so what if a, oh, yeah. what about when a guy posts a picture of him in the gym in shirtless the, are you in a gym no shirtless? i'm just saying d- why doesn't anyone care I, about if that? a guy posted a picture of like hey here's what i sleep in and it was just boxer shorts and you were dating him you would be like what's going on i don't think so yeah you would i i, I, I maybe i mean christine you obviously it's your brain <laughs> but i'm just saying i don't know well unfortunately we can't talk more about it but okay fine we'll throw it up on our social media but i want to come up i don't, I don't want to post two i want to explain it though you want to explain it? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, yeah. We better not send it out via the app because I just got a message from management saying there's no way in hell you're sending that picture. <laughs> like literally, I just got a text from our boss saying I saw that photo. No way are you sending that out. Okay. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay. Uh, this is awesome. This is. Uh, we have a, a little bit of difficulty with the, the system today, but let's see if I can get. In. There we go. Yay. Okay. This is truly incredible. No matter how you feel that the guy had that this guy did this is a first ever and the first time ever in the NFL. This happened with defensive lineman from the Las Vegas Raiders. What's up, people? I'm Carl Massive. Just want to take a quick moment to say that I'm gay. I've been meaning to do this for a while now, but I finally feel comfortable enough to get it off my chest. I really have the best life. I got the best family, friends, and job a guy could ask for. I'm a pretty private person, so I hope you guys know that I'm really not doing this for attention. I just think that representation and visibility are so important. I actually hope that like one day videos like this and the whole coming out process are just not necessary. But until then, you know, I'm going to do my best and do my part to cultivate a culture that's accepting, that's compassionate. And I'm going to start by donating $100,000 to the Trevor Project. That's awesome. Yeah, wow, and I'm, I'm so sure they'll, cool of him. this is the, uh, again, the first NF, NFL player ever to come out. Uh, the reason it's such a big deal, also that's cool that he plugged that organization trying to yeah. get other people to do it as well. Uh, it takes a lot of, uh, I'm sure that's not an easy thing to do. No, so, good for uh, him respect. though. Yeah, now some people obviously will not be super excited about it, unfortunately. But I, here's what's funny. Compared to, I was watching, a, <laughs> frankly, I was watching a, a WWE the podcast uh, with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mick Foley. And they were talking about the fact that, like, years ago, they were on a gay beach. And, like, it was, like, 20 years ago. And they didn't know it was a gay beach. And they had to get out of there because they didn't want press getting pictures of them because the people that – it was a controversy. And now it's not as big of a deal. It's not mm-hmm. – they're like, we'd go no problem now. Yeah. And that's what's great. At least it's like that. Whether, you, whether you're for or against whatever, I personally and – I, and I like to – you know, I'm a pretty open-minded guy. I think it's great that he did it. So, respect. And it deserved a little bit of time on the air. Yeah. Let's go to uh, eh, let's go to the sister with a brain, based on Christine's controversial photo on her personal <laughs> social real. media. You made it controversial, man, dude. It's you posted not. a just T-shirt photo. It is naughty. We it's gotta, not naughty. Steve, That's you're gonna not be, what I would classify as a naughty photo. You're gonna be in whatsoever. charge of posting that on social media. I don't want her fingers on that one. Okay, but we need. She needs to approve it. Okay, because right? I think she's gonna change her mind when she realizes it's naughty. It's not. All right, so you know what is naughty? This woman, uh, just, uh, okay, your face is naughty. 
This woman decides that she is going to uh, see what it feels like to have a shock collar on. All right. Okay. So she tested it. This this video is going viral, but the audio is wonderful. She's going to test it at level three uh, and level 30, which are both weak. It's on level three. Let's see what that does. Weak. It's on level 30 now. Weak. Weak. So honestly, this thing is kind of weak. I'm not going to lie. So I, I cranked it all the way up to level 99. <gasps> so I'm going to see if that really does anything. I'm going to just go ahead and try to get. Oh! Oh! Yeah. Don't. <laughs> Apparently level 99. Yeah. <laughs> Steve is like, let me make a note. Now, how awesome is that audio? Right? Do you want to apologize to me because I wanted to do that exact same thing with Steve like three years ago? I don't want to play that game. I know. You're so selfish. <laughs> Steve's response was, why don't you try it? And I was like, I've already done that stuff. Ooh. No, I've already, well, I've already done it. It's your turn. He's like, oh, you've put a shot collar on it. Well, no. Well, then shut up. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about the, this uh, this fascinating thing. Is the paparazzi creating this story, or is it really, really happening? Oh, come on now. This is just getting silly. So J-Lo and Ben Affleck are back together. It looks like they're solidly back together. So A-Rod, as in J-Lo's ex, uh, was seen partying with Ben's ex, Lindsay, on Saturday. Oh, no. His rep shut it down right away. He said, there's no romance. They were just hanging out. A-Rod can't seem to stay away from J-Lo because he started renting a mansion a mile from her Hamptons home, by the way. <laughs> so, like, he's, 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 like, stringing to get back to that right? sweet, 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 sweet J-Lo-ness. Oh, yeah. You know he, uh, that's his regret right there for sure. I think J-Lo is the girlfriend. And here's what I'm wondering. Because, like, all these guys, like, love her. Mm-hmm. And her exes seem to have, like, Mark Anthony. She has kids with him. They seem to have a great, we don't know for real, but it comes off as they have a, Great relationship. Yeah, they've said that they co-parent and they're they're actually friends. They're like, friends. And if they're telling the truth, that's amazing. And then Affleck's back, and then Diddy with, like posted a, I a saw thing that right away. Thursday picture. <laughs> yeah, like he was having a little bit of fun with that. And what I'm wondering is, what is it about JLo where they don't stay, or is it her? You think? I think it's her. Yeah, it's her I don't probably. because if it was her, then they would be irritated with her. But every guy, I think she's the one who. I personally, obviously none of us know, I personally think she's the one who ultimately ends the relationship because every guy she's been with have all been like, she's amazing. Yeah. Like, maybe that's in her NDA. Like, the love of my life. Maybe you know? that's in the paperwork they have to sign. <laughs> it could be. Fair point, fish. Poor, 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 sweet J-Lo. Here's the thing. Here's what I know. I know this. I know years and years ago there was a study done. We lost Connie to cancer earlier this year. And Connie and I talked about this years ago. And it's uh, we definitely both agreed on this. It's easier to be the one. So, like, as far as when you do a breakup, right? It's easier to be the one that gets dumped, right? Because if you're the one that gets dumped, mm-hmm. you can throw it on them. Like, ah, it was their fault. Move on. Whatever. Right. When you're the one that does the dumping. This was like uh, some psychologist said this or psychiatrist. I remember this too. When you were the one that does the dumping, you second guess yourself. Yep. Yeah. Was this good idea? Should mm-hmm. I maybe give it another shot? Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we shouldn't do that, right? Oh my gosh, you are so right. So that being said, I think J-Lo is the one that constantly gets dumped. 
because it's e- those guys are second guessing themselves. Well, wait a minute, hold on, I changed my mind. The grass isn't always greener on the other side. I want some of that sweet, sweet J Lo booty. I need that back. <laughs> whatever it is in my life, whatever it is, because they were the ones that did the dumping and they're second guessing. Where she's like, Psh, peace, deuce. I mean, it's a. I think that's a fair point, but I don't know. I just think J Lo. You want J Lo to be control. the control. You want it to be that. I just, it's, I don't it's just it how is. she comes off. Yeah, it seems like it's her personality. Yeah. I mean, A-Rod uh, did the slip and slide, right? Or uh, slid into first base or whatever that was, or third sure, base or home plate with that, that lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, but I, I, I'm telling you, I think she's the one that essentially gets dumped. I, I really do. And I don't want it to be that. I am a giant J-Lo fan. She and I, I have been friends too. for at least six years. I just hope <laughs> she, I think she needs to be on her own for a while. Like, she literally just got out of an engagement and she's back with her ex. She's a relationship girl. Yeah, but give it some time. Like, yeah, a breather. I mean, you should. Literally a breather. You should. <laughs> she didn't. But she's one of those relationship people. Maybe she doesn't need that. And how long was she really on her own? Maybe she was on her own for three months and we don't know. Hollywood. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean... Yeah, she but looks still. good. I'll tell you that. She always looks yes, good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like, just how it goes. If she gained a pound, she it was it was by good. mistake. <laughs> yeah, it was because she ate a whole cake. That woman is a workout machine. All right. <laughs> so anyway, I was just I was just curious about that. I was thinking about that today. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I'll bet you she was the one that gets dumped because she always seems to be fine, and everybody else seems to keep trying to get her back. No, I still think she's the one who does the dumping. I think you want her to be that. <laughs> no, I really think that's just who she is. I, that she, she's the one in control. She's the alpha. She's the main. Man, she she lets the I guy. I feel like she lets the guy be the protector and all that stuff, but when it comes down to it, she's the boss. I don't think so. I think that she is. <laughs> I think J-Lo... Like and, and she's attracted to guys that like to wander too. Man, like she would hate Steve but love me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See how I made I you sound know. like yeah. a great guy just yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, and yeah, I made me guy. sound like a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> it's me having your back, boo. So earlier today before the show started, Christine came in and we uh, sat down and we were mm-hmm. talking about things going on in the uh, wonderful world of our show. And I'm like, hey, what's your... Uh, Theme or topic or title. Yeah, idea that you're going to do with Christineology today. Like, where are we going with this? She's like, oh, like, it's about winging it. I'm like, oh, like in life, or you mean like chicken wings? She's like, <laughs> I wish chicken wings. She's like, no, no, I actually completely forgot till I got here today that I had to do it. So I'm going to wing it. And it's pretty good. It's in my head right now. Oh, mm-hmm. said, oh. it was literally in my head. Yeah. I was like processing it. So she's, so apparently. And I've taken what was in my head and put it on. Which is the paper. Well, Computer, yeah, computer. <laughs> my paper. notepad and my laptop. <laughs> so uh, it's the concept of Christineology is what's in your head. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting for Thursdays, which is about crickets or something. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I gave her like three. I gave you like three ideas last week for Christineology. Did you? <laughs> Those God. went over really well, I can wow. tell. All right, let's find out what's in her head. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand Christine? Click of six. I can't believe this. Christineology is dismissed. It's no fault of your own, for I am alone. It's Tuesday, I should have known, but my mind was in another zone. I know you come in with excitement, but I forgot to do my assignment. So instead, I come to you with a first. No, this was not rehearsed, but it might just be the worst. I admit I forgot. Maybe it was the pot, maybe it was not. <laughs> But either way, I got caught. 
sorry, Steve, this was not hot. <laughs> oh, no, but great job, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> yeah, way to Dr. Seuss. Very good, very good. That was, that was pretty good for yeah, a that was pretty solid. I, yeah. I'm, I'm impressed. You should not do it ever. Yeah. yeah. That was so good. You should never do that type of Christianology ever again. <laughs> so the new normal's back, or now, or whatever. Business is opening. Obviously, they've been open, but opening more and more and more every day. Well, what comes next if you're single and you're ready to mingle? Dating. So uh, I was doing some research on a bunch of stuff. Like there was uh, this one article I saw where they were like, one night stands are going to become a thing of the past because, you know, people are afraid of COVID or whatever. Uh, uh, More men obviously disagreed with that than women. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. But I, I saw this other survey about the best foods to order on a first date. Ooh, I like this. Yeah, so what do you think is a good food to order? Let's start with Steve on a first date. Hmm, definitely not super hot hot wings because you get all messy and sweaty. I will go with a nice steak. You are right and wrong. Wrong and right. Chicken wings is on the list of good foods to order on a first date. So is steak. What do you think, Christine? What's another food? Tacos. Tacos is a good first date food? Yeah, or burgers. Or burgers. Okay, why? Because they're not as messy, right? And they're delicious. Like, I was surprised by chicken wings being on the list of yeah. foods ordered. I agree. I agree with you, Steve. Messy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, ribs, a bad thing to order on a first date. But wings, okay. A roast dinner, lasagna, good thing. Stir fry, chocolate brownie. All good things to order on a first date. The list made me hungry. Burgers, obviously, was, uh, well, second. Oh, Actually okay. on the list, salad is a uh, third, then steak, then ice cream. So we're still missing number one. Number one, 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 yeah. Huh, pizza. Bingo. Yep. Pizza is number one. Oysters, though, you should avoid a bad thing. The number one food to avoid on a first date. I mean, you should just avoid it at in general. Oysters are gross, <laughs> yeah. so I would never order it, period. Oysters, mussels, sushi, crab, lobster, curry, tuna steak. Prawns, really? ribs, and sushi? sushi. I know. I'm shocked by sushi. A lot of people do sushi for dates. Apparently, that is a bad first date. Like, if somebody took you out for sushi, you would enjoy that. Oh, 100%. I'm not a sushi at all. Yeah. I wonder why oysters. Is it because you're slurping them? It's probably because you're slurping them. Oh, oh, I could picture in my head. Do you guys remember that movie, White Chicks? Yeah. With uh, the Wayan brothers? Yeah, and the the one scene where one of them, he's still pretending to be one of the females, he goes on a date with, um, what's his name? I can't think of the top of my head. Who's the host of uh, America's Got Talent? Uh, Nick Cannon? Terry, no. Oh, the old Terry. Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews, and they fall in love. And then he takes the oyster, and he's, (laughs) (laughs) it's an aphrodisiac, and his tongue is so big. (laughs) (laughs) She is stuck. We've lost her right now. I know, yeah, she's just thinking about Terry. That's all I could think of when you said oysters because it's so cringeworthy and so hilarious. So you think giant tongue now? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't. Someone could use the the oyster as something very inappropriate, and that's a turn-off on a first date. Well, what is it? Or turn-on. Yeah. Depending on who you are, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you you got messy oyster face, too. Like, what if it dribbles down your, uh, I'm not an oyster either. Alicia's an oyster. What if it dribbles down your, like, you don't swallow it correctly and it, goes down because then it look like a piece of snot yeah yeah pretty yeah, much it's, mm-hmm. it's yeah it's gross and slimy yeah that's gross and slimy does not sound hot on a first no, date it doesn't but third on the worst things to do is sushi so if you're thinking about going out now on a date 
apparently you should wait to sushi. I wonder why. I wonder if it's because it's like, because it, what it seems like all the bad foods is fish. And, you know, fish usually has like, or seafood has like a what a do I usually taste. have? Why'd you yeah, look at me? I usually get a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, too. Give me a bad taste too often. Mother, huh? <laughs> all right, all right, we're moving on. OMG. Rando, texto, messageo via Apo, free downloado in the Apo store. Oh, Christina. All right. Listen up. This one has a lot to it. And Steve, picture like five years from now, Brittany leaves you and <laughs> you okay. guys are nice. remarried. That's All right. I was channeling so, fish there. <laughs> they're both actually remarried to other people in this? Yeah. Okay. Hey, guys, I want you to know I've been thinking about this since Sunday morning. I may come off bitter, but I'm not. My husband and I got divorced five years ago. We got married too young and things are okay. We have done a great job with our kids and both of us are now remarried. Nice. Father's Day morning, I post a beautiful note on Facebook about what a great dad my ex is and he thanks me and I don't mention anything about their stepdad. It wasn't stepdad's day and that was it. Later that day, I noticed that, oh. my, I noticed that my husband's ex-wife posts a message about her fiance and what a great dad he is for Father's Day. Not stepdad's day, Karen. My husband acted like he wasn't hurt, but I can tell he was. I think it's very disrespectful if the father is involved in the kid's life that he doesn't get the dad credit on Father's Day. And I told my coworker, she said I was being overly sensitive. I think I'm just right. What do you and the click of six think? And she spelled click wrong. What's she, how'd she spell it? C-L-I-Q-U-E. It's not how you so spell it. the correct it. way. Nope. <laughs> C-L-I-C-K. Click of six. That's a click of six people that actually listen to the show. Huh. We'll end with Steve here in a minute. Christine, what was your take on this? So basically, essentially, everyone's happily remarried and her yeah. now husband who has kids with the ex, she's actually about to get remarried, fiance, and she's all excited about her new guy, and she says happy Father's Day about her kids with her now her, husband. With her fiance. Okay, so there's a lot of working parts here. There is. So the These aren't the fiance's kids. No, so the woman who messaged us is divorced, has kids with her ex-husband, wrote a Father's Day post for her ex-husband. Didn't write one about her current husband. Because it's not stepdad's day. Yeah, but then later on Facebook, she saw that her current husband's ex-wife, who was about to get remarried, did a Father's Day post, but only for her fiancé and not uh, this woman's not husband. Not stepdad's day. And she said, Ugh, this is not stepdad's day. I could tell he was hurt. If the father's involved, he deserves a recognition. So now she wants to know who's right. Steve? Wait, hold on. I Just by instinct, I'm dying to go to Steve. Christine, what do you think who's right? Uh, I think it's funny that she called the other woman Karen because the only Karen I am smelling is her. Really? <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> what is this whole, it's not stepdad's. Father's, Father's Day is all-encompassing to who is actually a father figure. It could be a biological dad. It could be a stepdad. It could be an adopted dad. It could be an uncle. It, it doesn't matter. But like they I have know a people. Father figure. It, but you don't. Ha it's not just limited to one. Why just mm. one? Mm. Um, I mean, I know people who didn't grow up with a father, don't have good relationships, so they tell their mother, "Happy Father's Day." You played both roles. I mean, okay. the mom's not the dad. Let's do it this way, Christine. You and I are hypothetically married, okay. right? We don't have kids, mm -hmm. but I have uh, a kid with Steve's wife, Brittany. No, I have a kid with Alicia, right? Uh-huh. Should I be getting you a Mother's Day card even though you're not my kid's 
mom and Alicia is the kid's mom and she's still involved. We're doing, let's, I imagine that this is all 50 50 yeah, custody. Yeah, I was going to say 50 50 custody. So, uh, should I be getting my kid, a, should I be getting you a Mother's Day card as well? Yeah, if I'm involved in the child's life, yeah, of course. Mm. I mean, if I'm helping raise the children and they're a big part of our lives and they're staying in our home and I'm taking care of them, how is that not a mother role? Just I, like how this stepdad is not a dad. We definitely need you to call in on this one. And uh, you can text and you can message via the app. I, I, I see. I mean, she's a little sensitive, but I see the argument. I do see a valid argument. Steve, what do you think? I think they're both wrong and they both should have just wished the exes and the currents exactly. happy Father's Day. I thought it was okay. rude of her that she did it up and do it. Like it, it's, it doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. So if you get divorced from your wife, you have two kids, your wife gets remarried, you're not going to be bothered if your kids are buying Father's Day gifts for your wife's new husband. No, as long as they also are like giving me a card, that's fine. Okay. I mean, if they're taking precedent and choosing the stepdad over me, I'll, I'll feel, I won't be mad. I'll just feel sad. Yeah, you'll be hurt a little bit. Yeah. Especially because you're probably not going to end up being remarried in this hypothetical, and Aww. you'll be by yourself. No. Oh, <laughs> poor Steve. <laughs> all right, click the six, weighing all the ways. Let's go. We got to go right to this rando text. Oh, Texto message o via Apo free download o in the Apo store o Christina. All right, so I'm just gonna try and break this down. A woman messaged us. She's uh, divorced as of five years ago. Her and her ex have kids. They're on good terms. She said Father's Day morning. I posted a beautiful note on Facebook about what a great dad my ex is. He thanks me, and I don't mention anything about their stepdad. So her and her ex are both remarried. She didn't post a Father's Day note to her current husband. Then she said later in the day, her current husband's ex-wife posted a Father's Day note, but only about her fiancé. She said, it's not stepdad's day, Karen. My husband acted like he wasn't hurt, but I can tell he was. I think it's disrespectful if the father's involved in the kid's life that he doesn't get the dad credit on Father's Day. I, my coworker said I'm being overly sensitive. I think I'm right. What do you and the click of six think? Uh, specifically with the stepdad's day. An anonymous, somebody did text in and say, is there a stepdad's day? The answer is, yes, there is. Uh, it's stepdad's day. Is it really? Step, yeah. So just in case you're wondering, anonymous, what do you want to say? Um, I actually uh, have, I'm in the divorce situation, and I would agree that all dads, um, that play that role, I would give the shout out to them, not necessarily my ex, but oh. my current husband, everything I would. However, last year, the kid, my three kids' stepmoms definitely stepped up to the plate. Um, a shout out on Mother's Day. She doesn't have any kids or anything, but nice. she definitely stepped up to that role of being their other bonus mom and everything. Um, when my kids weren't with me and everything, so I felt like I had to give that shout out to her on Mother's Day. That's very, okay. yeah, it's very. See, up of you. <laughs> hey, I think it's a very, I mean, she is messaging us saying, am I in the wrong here? Am I being sensitive? Which I clearly, if she's sending us this story, but I do, and Anonymous, thank you very much, and you're very classy, cool. I do think it's fascinating, uh, her angle on this, because I do understand it. We have Karen on the phone. Now, this isn't Karen from the email. This is just Karen. Hi, Karen. <laughs> Hi, Trish. Hi, Christine. Hi, Steve. Hi, Karen. What do you think? Well, I'm totally with Team Christine, and I'll tell you Yay. why. Um, so for all the dads, for sure, because the people doing the job should get the credit. It's, okay. It's to spread the love. 
I mean, it really is. It so should make you feel good. And then you know what? My 16-year-old son came up to me on Father's Day because I'm a divorced mom. His dad hasn't been involved for 10 years. Oh, I'm sorry. And he, it, no, it's okay. It's better he's not. So he said to me, he goes, he goes, happy, happy second, happy second Mother's Day, Mom, and happy Father's Day. And and he recognizes that I'm doing the job for. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm doing the job for everybody because I'm it. The buck stops with me. Sometimes it's very sad, but it does. Yeah. Um, and then I just have to share with you because I was telling you and I didn't tell you why, okay, but I well, totally did. Well, pull wait, a you're Karen. about to tell us you're going to pull a Karen before we get in that to wrap this up. Yeah. I think every, correct me if I'm wrong, Karen, because you're in this situation. Yeah. Every situation is different. I do think the woman that sent in the email is a little bit sensitive, but I do want to point out September again, God bless you, Christine. Uh, Not, she sneezed and not just in general. <laughs> September 16th is national. No, yeah. <laughs> September 16th is National Step Family Day. Over 30% of the uh, under 18 population live in a step family environment. So what I'm implying here is I think this woman does kind of need to relax a little bit. I think it's yeah. very she's very fortunate and I'm assuming you would say this that she's in a comfortable situation with all of her exes and all these families, right? Absolutely. I mean, to spread the love and the joy and, you know, to, I'm always thankful when I can have somebody that steps up to the plate. I'm not dating, I'm, but I'm talking just in a, in a male role. I'm happy when I have a male that will step up for my son. You're just looking for balloon my, animals. I got it. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm looking for, looking for somebody to, to step up and want to be involved. Have balloon animals. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Sure, that's it, Fish. Whatever you want to say. Hamburger. <laughs> just okay. let him have it. Karen, now for we'll do this. We have a Karen on the phone with us, and apparently you did a Karen situation. Oh so gosh. now we need to go to KNN, the Karen News Network. This is KNN. I need to speak to your manager. The Karen News Network. All right, Karen, what do you have for us? Oh my gosh, so I totally did this yesterday. I um I went to drop something off at my friend, but I went to the gas station and I've been sick and I, not very many things make me, I'm not hungry and I don't like very many things. So I was very excited because this gas station has this mocha stuff from their, you know, hot chocolate vendor okay. thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I Yummy. Was, I know, so excited, but I mix it with coffee to get some caffeine and I was so excited. It was 4.30 and I'm like, oh, I'm so happy and I had a handful of things I was going to buy and I turned and I filled it with the mocha and I looked at the coffee and they're all empty. Oh, no. And I looked at the guy, he's cleaning them and I said, well, I'd like some coffee. Where's the coffee? And he said, oh, no, I'm cleaning them all out. It was 4.30 in the afternoon. Oh, no. I wanted coffee. Oh, I no. went up to the, I, yes, I went up to, and I was, I was feeling irate. And I went up to the, to the thing with my arm full of, of stuff to the cashier. And I said, um, you know, he's cleaning out the coffee, but I'd really like some coffee. And I know at these stores that I won't mention, that if you ask for coffee, they're supposed to make you a pot of coffee. It's just, that's what the that's manager... What they, and this is Karen on the phone. She's about to she snap. Karen. <laughs> what happened? I totally did. What happened? So I took all my stuff, and he's like mumbling, and I just put it all down, and I was pissed. So I get in my car, and I called the store, the actual store. Oh, wow. <laughs> not, not the head store, just the one that's associated with the gas yeah, station. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I said, hey, is the... Uh, and I asked for the mail, yes, and I asked for the manager, and I said, so, 
uh, are you are they under your your care? Is that your thing? And he goes, well, yeah, they're under my umbrella. I said, so I went in to get coffee, and I told him the whole thing. And I was angry, but I dialed it back. And I said, <laughs> you know what? I said, I wanted coffee. They should have made me coffee. I said, I requested coffee, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And then I called my friend. I said, I okay. saw the Karen. I can't believe it. I was so <laughs> – Come on. Did like, you get your coffee? No, she I didn't. Cla- she laughed and no, called. No, I laughed. No, I laughed. A gift card? You're not a Karen at all, Karen. Oh, I didn't I didn't get a gift card. I didn't ask for a gift card, but I thought, you know what? I, it's 430 in the afternoon. You should be able to get coffee. It was, I was over it because I'd already put the stuff down. No, no, no. You're the nicest Karen named Karen who right? pulled a Karen that I've ever Literally. heard Karen in the history of Karen. I was so Karens. embarrassed. I was so embarrassed, oh but I God. had to do it. And I normally call and tell people what a good job they're doing. I oh, call, yeah, I'm the terrible. person that ca- I'm the person that calls and says this person was so good and so helpful. So I'm not really a typical Karen, but this one I told totally right. the Karen because okay. I never complained. Karen, here's the deal. <laughs> we have a good friend of the show. His name is Ira, and he has a theory. Okay. Yeah. Iris theory is if anybody's naughty, they should be spanked. So since you've been naughty, <laughs> bend, oh, I'll bend over. Oh, okay. She's willingly well, get spanked. This is KNN. I am calling the police. The Karen News Network. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, let's start with the sad news. I, I don't know if you watched the friend, Friends reunion or not that was on HBO Max, but one of the things you might have noticed, I think, Steve, did you see, I know Christine and I watched all of it. Did you see, what, half of it? Or? I saw all of it. All of it as well. You may have noticed that the character Gunther from the show Friends, James Michael Tyler, uh, was not there. He was at home. Virtually. They, yeah, they cut into him via like a Zoom type deal. Well, he was on the Today Show yesterday. Here he is. I'm here to let you know that in September of 2018, I was diagnosed with uh, advanced prostate cancer, which had spread to my bones. Well, for my uh, specific prognosis, it's, of course, a stage four, uh, late stage uh, cancer. So... Eventually, you know, it's going to probably get me. Next time you go in for just a basic exam or your yearly checkup, please ask your doctor for a PSA test. Caught early, 99% treatable. PSA test is a uh, prostate thing. I had a friend who lost his father to prostate cancer as well, and we obviously lost Connie of Connie and Fish to cancer uh, six months on July 4th, actually. It was January wow. 4th. Yeah, isn't that weird? That it was, I did that. It just mm-hmm. flies that quickly. Yeah, uh, it's sad. That's Gunther from the show Friends, who is uh, battling stage four prostate cancer, and uh, he was talking about it on the Today Show yesterday. So uh, bummer to him. But uh, the point that Connie wanted uh, everyone to know, like I asked her, I, I, like before she passed, I'm like, what yeah. do you want me to share with everybody? Like, there's some things that happen that are just between she and I, or she and Keisha, or she and Dan, or she and her friend Kathy, whomever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, what do you want me to share with everybody? And she said that just if you don't feel well, something feels off, just go get go to a doctor, go get mm-hmm. checked out. Yep. What does it hurt? You, you know, like put it this way, if it costs you 200 bucks because you have crap insurance, uh, uh, do that versus your life. Exactly. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah, you exactly. can make up that 200 bucks in, you know, a week or two or whatever. Okay, so on a lighter note, chicken wing prices seem to be going up. Because of, uh, well, COVID. Yeah. Uh, So Wingstop actually is doing a spinoff of Wingstop. And uh, they're giving you uh, 
It's a very unique name. Nobody moves more wings than the boss Rick Ross and Wingstop. <laughs> but now that there's a national wing shortage, guess you're done hustling. Huh, Rick? Nah, we doing thighs. The hustle continues with Thigh Stop. All the flavors you love, now on Thighs. Yeah, it's a, it's a virtual uh, it's a virtual restaurant uh, for Wingstop. It's a spinoff, and it's called Thigh Stop. I love it. So, uh, I love, especially that they got Rick Ross involved in it, too. You, you want to bite into those deep, deep thighs? Go ahead. Just uh, log on to Wingstop's website, and I'm sure there's a million ads for to find to get you there. It's like a DoorDash thing. I'll take a thigh over a wing. Are you? I, I'm a wing. I'm a wing yeah, or I'll a drummy. A wing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice little drummy, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll take anything right now, really. Just I know. We've talked about food so much. I'm starving. Yeah, today's been a terrible day for food <laughs> chat. Ricky Gervais. Let's talk about Ricky Gervais here for a second. Uh, Ricky Gervais actually nailed uh, nailed the people that complain on Twitter with the perfect point via stand-up comedy. People take everything personally. I think the world revolves around them, right? Particularly on Twitter, right? I'm not tweeting anyone. I'm just tweeting, okay? I don't know who's following me. I've got 12 million followers. I don't know who's following me. They can be following me without me knowing, right? Choose to read my tweet and then take that personally. That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons, and you go, but I don't want guitar lessons. (laughs) (laughs) What's this? There's a number here. Right, all that, right? (laughs) Are you giving me guitar lessons? Yeah. I don't want any. (laughs) It's not for you then. Just walk away. Seriously. We don't randomly play stand-up comedy clips on this show, but good Lord. I mean, isn't that the perfect breakdown? It It really did nail it. If you don't like us, our show, our social media, or someone else's, then unfollow them, change the channel, don't listen to our podcast, Connie and Fish, whatever it might be. (laughs) You know, it's that simple. It really it's, is. It's but, that simple. But it's not simple for angry people. They just need something to be worked up people about. People love and, just getting worked up. And they up. want you to know how worked up they are. Yeah, yeah. And that's, it's and so it's, annoying. Like, hey, hey, can you imagine if we just started blasting everything we were worked up about in our lives? Like, that's the fun part. Like, I'd love to see the angry people get worked up at the people in their lives rather than, what are they called, Steve? The people in their uh, underpants. Keyboard the, warriors. Keyboard, war- keyboard yeah. warriors, yeah. <laughs> Sitting in there in their underwear complaining about blah, blah, blingity blue. Yeah, you neckbeard. <laughs> that too, you can call them neckbeards, I guess. Excuse me? What does she have? Uh, or he. <laughs> oh, was it a guy in your head? Yeah, it was a guy. See, it was a woman in giant underpants in my head. <laughs> like, she can still be a neckbeard. Haynes might be your way. I guess she could have a neckbeard, but is that, why is it a neckbeard? They just mean? call nerds neckbeards. Basement dwellers. Yeah. Because they, why, don't shave their necks? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> All right. Yesterday, we didn't get to do the fuzzies with fish, where I, I love the fuzzies with fish. I do, too. Because Christine gets all... Uh, emotional. Yeah, emotional. And this is a this is the perfect time to do that for you. And I know that this is a good win today to do fuzzies with fish with you because you'll, you know, be happy. But I do want to tell you what today is, and I don't want you to get upset about it. Okay. All right. What's today? You know, it's national whatever day, national this day, national yeah. whatever, hamburger day, whatever. Today is... <gasps> You should be kissed and often, and by someone who knows how. National Kissing Day. Oh, is it? Yeah, and I know that you're not currently smashing faces with anybody. (laughs) So, I mean, if you want, we could, you know, call her nine at 
No, it's all good. I love calling on it. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a great idea. I'll go home and kiss my cat. Uh, I don't mm, think that's what you're that's, supposed to that's do inappropriate. with your cat. Yeah, that, are you that flexible? I don't think she's <laughs> flexible. Yeah, the cat's always getting behind stuff, so yeah. you got to like reach around. Yeah. Steven. <laughs> what? Steven Bartholomew Botter. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> she's a fast kitty. Yeah, that's what I've yes, heard. she is. Today's text question of the day is just simply, how bad was your first car? Christine's was a uh, Lamborghini because she liked the movie Back to the Future. <laughs> I wish it was. Spoiled. She <laughs> I've literally, never been in a Lambo. She was like, oh, yeah, it was a 99 Honda Accord. It was it was terrible. It was like three years old. I was, and I'm like, her out was, I was spoiled. What are you going to do? Yep. Yeah, I just, I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't like it. It was my dad's car that he gave to me, and it wasn't the car I wanted. Yeah, I worked That's, like. It was simple as that. I worked for like ever in a day to buy a Pontiac T1000, which the axle snapped, and then I rolled it, sold it for $800 or whatever, and then the guy popped the roof and drove by my school the whole time I was in school. Oh, it was creepy. torture. I thought he was my creepy uncle or something like that. <laughs> he sounded just like that, too. I did end up buying, though, that uh, Mercury LN7. Which was like what's called a Ford EXP, Christine. Okay. And in the Ford EXP, it is a two-seater, and then it has a slanted back window, and then like a like a just a big trunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like kind of like you. Uh, okay. Right. And uh, the Mercury. You got a big trunk. I can put my bike in there. Yeah. The Mercury LN7 had a bubble window instead of the flat ah. window of the Ford EXP. And uh, I, my my mother said, I said, Mom, I, I have three friends. I'm sh- for sure. I got a you know, like one in the seat and then one in the back. I got to get one of those, like, uh, stand-up things for the back of your bed. Those, like, when you lean against it, uh, those cushions, those pillows that oh, you lean against. Oh, yeah. Bed, right, like a backrest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I got one of those, and I laid bedding down in the back of it. Oh, And gosh. my mother was like, you're such a good friend, Fish, doing that for your friends. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Pam Fields knows what's up. She does. Well, she did. Yeah. She's moved on. I think she's married and lives in Indiana. Ew. Mm-hmm. Not her, ill, Indiana, ill. Anyway, let's be sensitive. And now, a sensitive moment with Fish. Completely off uh, any topic that we would typically do, this is a chance for us to show you, uh, essentially we call it the fuzzies with Fish. It's when we get sensitive and share some stories Mm -hmm. with you. For example, uh, there's a deaf sheepdog, and it's making headlines right now. Now, you think this is going to be some weird joke, but I want you to imagine, Christine, your life is one goal, one job. What is your job if you're a sheepdog? To herd the sheep. Bingo. And uh, you're deaf, so you can't hear the commands to herd the sheep because mm-hmm. you're a deaf dog. Mm-hmm. So you are essentially useless. Yeah. <laughs> you're useless. Yeah, there's no point. Well, Chloe didn't feel that way. Peggy the dog actually was rescued by Chloe. She was taught new tricks and sign language. Peggy came into our branch of the RSPCA. She'd gone deaf in her previous home. She was a working sheepdog. With Peggy, we decided that the only way to communicate with her was to talk to her in body language and sign language because obviously she couldn't hear us. Um, It made it really difficult to train, but we started bonding with her. She went from being a deaf dog that someone couldn't use anymore to becoming an awesome sheepdog again and being able to learn her old tricks again. Yeah. 
What do you think? Pretty sweet, right? Yeah. Did I give you the fuzzies? Yeah, that was very sweet. You can teach an old dog new tricks. You literally didn't. She didn't even hear half the story because she came up with that joke 20 seconds ago. I guarantee (laughs) it. It Mm -hmm. was brewing in my head. (laughs) I'm using my my fuzzies voice and everything. I'm even dumb, like deepening down the voice. that was sweet. Was that good? Did it make you a little teary? No, not teary, but that was really sweet. What if I told you what happened? Three weeks later. Oh, my, oh my gosh. God. He I died, didn't he? Uh, Peggy, actually, it's a good she. Peggy the dog was herding sheep. <laughs> and she was trampled by an elephant. Oh, those sheeping accidents. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Was that very bad of me? Bad. No, nope, that's bad. Okay. They buried Sorry. her in a trunk. We're supposed to be emotional here. Oh, she buried her in a trunk. Why? Because yeah. it got railed by an elephant. I love that. <laughs> See, that's a good dad joke. All right. He comes stacked with those. Let's go to Rhode Island, shall we? A Rhode Island teen is uh, doing some good right now. Buying storage units. This kid is 16 years old. Shane is his name. And he buys storage units at auction. And he returns all of the items to the rightful owners. This kid is helping people that have lost their stuff because of COVID and not having wow. money. I worked last summer and just used what I got from that. This isn't something like yard sales where they gave it to me and sold it to me. This is like where their stuff was taken because they couldn't pay it and actually had family heirlooms in there. They were all very happy. They tried to offer me money to repay it and I didn't accept it just because it was something to do and it was nice. Yeah. Wow, nice. that's really sweet. This kid is just truly a, uh, that's a, that's what we call like a fuzzy with fish right there. Like he, I just like, I'm like, wow, why would, I wasn't like that when I was a kid, when I was 16. Especially because right? his name is Shane. I feel like Shane has like yeah. a, a stereotype, kind of like a D-bag stereotype. Well, yeah, <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to say that. I was just going with the, uh, he sounds like he's from Boston too. He yeah. said, God. Oh my God. I'm helping these people out here with the COVID, you know. <laughs> oh God. Uh, Side note, Shane actually uh, ran over a dog with his car. So I'm just <laughs> it trying was to the, it was the sheep dog. dog. Yeah. yeah, he was riding an elephant. <laughs> All right. And this last, this last uh, fuzzy with fish, this is uh, actually one of my favorite ones. His name is Daniel, and he's a uh, Minneapolis man. He has autism. This guy, okay, is going viral right now because he... Uh, Sings and jokes with customers cheerfully at a local McDonald's drive-thru in Minneapolis. It's got him five-star reviews, like best drive-thru ever. Daniel, his mother, and then manager are going to talk about the story a little bit. This one actually gave me the chilies all the way to my willies, which is what my mother calls toes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. I do. Here, Daniel, kick it off. We love <laughs> this guy is great. Thank you so much for choosing Arden Hills McDonald's. My name is Daniel. How are you today? I was different from a lot of people. I was called names. Every day, they would say to him, you just need to quit. I understand how he ticked. My youngest son is actually autistic as well. Customer service is that for Daniel. Y'all looking swaggerific right now. Everything he has, he puts into that. I'm not even going to make fun of that one. That story just gets me every time. That's... Kid has autism and the manager that was talking like his her son has autism and she's like you're motivating people yeah mm-hmm. i love that he sings that's yeah. a really good voice too <laughs> did you like it you like the voice yeah that yeah. was i like that one he was fired <laughs> no he wasn't nope. and then trampled <laughs> by an fired. elephant okay <laughs> wow. he was fired because he killed the sheepdog no, he was fired Shane. for stealing a 16 year old's car and, tra- and killing the dog with an elephant so many fuzzies so weird yeah. and that was a sensitive moment with fish.
today's text question of the day is uh, more or less just kind of a flashback to back in the day when you finally got a car, that freedom. Freedom! <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, that freedom of when you uh, leave your home that first day of school or whenever you get your car and you're driving away and you're going to go hang out with your friends, park in their driveway and you feel like just so cool or whatever. That's, that's the way I felt when I got my Pontiac T-1000. That ended up having a bad axle that snapped or rolled over. I broke my clavicle. I had to wear a big bad brace, and it was nasty. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I blame you. Yep, it was Years my later. fault. <laughs> How bad was your first car is today's text question of the day. Steve, yours was what again? A, a lipstick car? Yeah, mine oh, yeah. was a Ford Escort, and it was maroon in color, but uh, when it got a little bit of dust or dirt on it, it turned pink, basically, and so I brought it up to college, and everyone called it the lipstick racer, and I was very sad. And Christine was upset because hers wasn't a brand-new Mustang. They gave her dad's three-year-old car that was in great condition. It was a Honda. Those things last forever. They right? do. That car lasted a long time. But still, it was terrible that you had to have that. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but in my 16-year-old mind, it was. Yeah. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. I get it. Yeah. So how bad was your first car? Members of the Click of Six. Somebody said, mine wasn't that bad. It was uh, an old one from my parents. It was a blue Buick. Okay, well, here's another one. An 88 Chevy Nova. Five-speed manual. Clutch was out. Cracked windshield. No exhaust. Love it. Bad oil leak. Still, I managed to get two tickets at 15 for hitting corners in the uh, sketchy part of, uh, of the town at 35 miles an hour. Somebody else said at 94... Plymouth Duster. Sometimes it was uh, it would only go 30 miles an hour. My friends were aware, and it would act like we were uh, start rocking back and forth in unison just to get it back in gear again. Wow, that's a dumpy that's first hilarious. car. <laughs> I could just see that in my head. <laughs> Check this one out. How bad was your first car? A $400 ugly brown Maverick. A 66 Caprice. Here's some other ones. Wow, some of these are really really old cars. Oh, here we go. Mine had at least 200,000 miles on it, a member of the Click of Six said. Warped rotors, so so bad that I couldn't hold onto the steering wheel when I braked. The steering wheel also had six inches of play. The muffler dropped off one day on my way home from work. <laughs> I also was afraid to wash it because it was full of rust, but it got me where I needed to go. My dad sold it eventually for $127. Wow. Kicking into the top five-ish with Nicole... Nicole, how bad was your first car? Oh, my Lanza. Oh, my Lanza. So, <laughs> I had a ragtop LeBaron. Nice. And I brought it to my brother to get, like, the water pump fixed. And he's like, the front of your car looks like it's frowning. Like he's a like, what? You just need to frowning. Get the front of, well, he's frowning. Like, the front of it was just, it just looked sad. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, you just need to get rid of this and get a new one. I was like, you know what? This is my first car, so sh Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. <laughs> you and your naughty mouth. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing. Somebody, I had to let her go. She was going to swear I could feel it. <laughs> she was getting there. She was. <laughs> That's that, why she went. That mouth was coming. Uh, somebody said uh, for the top five-ish today, how bad was your uh, first car? My first car was in Buick LeSabre. It was comfy, but no air conditioning. It served me well. No real issues. The only reason I got rid of it was my grandpa bought me a 91 Oldsmobile Cutlass. Now that was the bomb. I have fond memories of my first car. Yeah. There you go. Uh, somebody said it wasn't my car, but my mom's when she was a teen. They nicknamed it the leprosy car because there were <laughs> rust holes in it. Oh. So bad that if she drove over a puddle, her feet would get wet from a hole in the floor. Wow. 
I heard about this every time I complained about my first car, which was a Toyota, which in hindsight wasn't really bad at all. Yeah, you're thank. <laughs> and then when we get to the, uh, let's go to number four. How bad was your first car? I paid 75 bucks, guys. It was uh, some <laughs> kind of duster. It had a bumper sticker that said, watch out for falling parts. <laughs> I love it. Number three, guys, it was so bad. I drove a Buick that my mom bought with, uh, that my mom bought with my mom without even asking me. The car was a boat. It was so wide. The paint was uh, chipped and the previous owner tried to spray paint it. It was trashy. I was embarrassed to drive it. That's a great memory, though. Yeah, I love it. Number two. How bad was your first car? Dodge Dynasty. When it rained, the doors will lock, door locks would lock and unlock on their own while driving down the road. It was weird watching them all go up and down. All by themselves. And finally, number one for the text question of the day, how bad was your first car? An 84 Dodge Aries. In the winter, the doors would freeze open and I'd have a bungee cord to shut them. I had a friend that had that. <laughs> that is amazing, oh, guys. Awesome. Those are great answers for the text question of the day. And so many other good ones. Oh, yeah. We'll throw them all up on the website. You obviously know it. It's for our station. Suzanne's on the phone with us right now. We were doing the text question of the day, which is how bad was your first car? And I, I hear you have a story for us. <laughs> so I don't know what year the car was. I inherited it from my sister, but it was her first car, and then it got passed down to me. It was a Plymouth Sapporo. Oh, God. And um, she put a nice dent in it. But the funniest part was um, the windshield wipers would go down onto the hood of the car. What? And I would have to have my friend stick their arm out the window and grab them and nice. pull them back up. So you had uh, kind of like uh, floppy wipers. Yeah, and it didn't matter like if they were new wipers, old wipers. Like we tr- we tried a million things. We tried duct tape and electrical tape and. What, you okay, have to start duct taping your car. I feel like it's definitely time for a no, new yeah, one. Time to no. Give up. <laughs> no, it's the perfect. The funny part is the night the the car was really nice on the inside. It was just like it looked not so nice. That's and and that car. Things didn't function very well. That car is perfectly. It's like Steve. It's perfect. It's nice on the inside and kind of dysfunctional on the outside. Exactly. Oh, no, it's vice versa. Oh, sorry. <laughs> vice nice versa. on the outside, dysfunctional on the inside. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. 